I'm Megan Thudium, and welcome to the B2B Content Quarter Podcast. Welcome back to the B2B Content Corner Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Thudium, and thank you so much for joining us today for another episode of the B2B Content Corner Podcast. We have a special guest today for our episode. Usually, I'm a solo guest on my my podcast, but for the last couple episodes of our first season, I want to bring in expertise from the B2B marketing field to bring you more value and insight into the B2B marketing um, industry. So today, our guest is an agency founder. Her name is Janet, and she's based out of the United States. She is a CEO and co-founder of a digital marketing agency called Amatol, and she's based in Boston in the United States. She's an expert in building digital marketing strategies that drive leads for B2B technology companies. And the topic that we're going to be talking about today is all about human-centric marketing, which this is a really cool topic, and you probably hear me talk about it a lot, either in the episodes on our podcast and blog post, or also on LinkedIn. But this is a fantastic topic for Janet and I to dig into. Welcome, Janet. Thanks for being on the show. Hi, Megan. Thanks for having me. Excited to dive into this topic today. Yeah, this is such a cool topic. Yeah, absolutely. I've definitely taken this approach with the human-centered marketing as a driver of a lot of what we do for strategy for clients. So it's going to be fun to talk through some of the framework and mindset of all this and how to implement it for your listeners. It's going to be wonderful. Diving into the first question and to gather this insight from you is how would you define human-centric marketing? So I define it as an empathetic approach to marketing and just pull the definition of empathy is the capacity to understand or feel what another person is experiencing from their frame of reference and actually placing oneself in their position. And so what we do is really thinking in marketing for clients and even our own marketing is Everything that we're creating in terms of, say, a full campaign or a blog post or a social media post or, um, you know, downloadable piece of content, that it's always crafted with the customer in mind. And of course, every business has to think of their own lead generation goals and their revenue numbers and all that exciting things of building a business. What I find is the most impactful, especially in B2B, is really thinking of your customer through the entire process and asking what solution are they in need of? What pain can you alleviate? What else is like happening in the world? What are some of their desires and goals? And then really getting into a little bit of a deeper level instead of just they are an HR manager or an IT specialist living in X place and make the salary. And, you know, it's not just like a checklist of their identity. It's truly getting into kind of the deeper solutions that they're in need of. Yes, I love this, that you touch on this point to actually go deeper than buyer personas, right? Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people think understanding your audience and being this empathetic and this marketing towards the human, towards the customer is putting together a nice picture of buyer personas and being done with it. How do you think we should go deeper into defining who our customer is and using this empathetic approach? How I think of it is a lot of the time you 
with your a business or a, like a product or a service, you think that it's going to solve like every aspect of your customer's life, but it actually may only solve like 15 minutes of their day, but that can be like a really amazing like experience for someone, you know, just think of like, Oh, I had like a, you know, improving productivity or whatever it is. And really thinking through what you need to solve for them, I think is a great place to, to start to find some pains that they're experiencing and thinking a little bit of like, what are some of their challenges that they're facing with their team or within their own company or in their industry and how, and maybe not, it's not always that your product or service is going to be like the solution right away, but that's where content comes into play was coming up with different types of content through like their kind of in their own journey to to serve them and to facilitate some solutions that they're looking for or just some help that they need. So we really, and you can, I mean, we just do like research online and kind of studying, like, I like to use social media a lot to kind of get into the brain of my clients, customers, seeing what they're talking about on forums or on Twitter or LinkedIn and pulling out um, like some, like kind of like tidbits of what they're struggling with and then translating that over to their own strategy. Mm, yes, I like that. We have a lot of data at our fingertips, right? Like exactly. analytics and through social media, just pulling that all is a great starting point. I also, if I can add to the conversation, I always tell my clients to uh, have as many personal interactions as you can with your customer. It's always a fantastic way to gather this intelligence on them so that you can create better content, uh, which I like what you're saying at the moment. And it's always are harder than it's um, said. It's it's not exactly an easy task, but the first step I think is getting in touch with the sales team and gathering as much information through them because they have such a close, tight knit connection to the customer. And then if you can get to the customer interviews, that's the next thing. So that's some a little bit of added value in addition to all this great insight totally. and data. And also, I think it's important to realize that it's going to constantly change. You know, you're not just going to do all this research and understanding your customers. And it's like, it's not a one and done process. It's something that you're constantly evolving and learning by interacting with, you know, your prospects and your community online. We'll speak specifically online. So I think that's a really important thing to mindset to adopt as well, that you're not just going to kind of like write everything down and like, okay, this is the playbook forever. I think it actually should change and it's a healthy way to approach it. And I actually wanted to dive a little bit deeper into this data aspect because especially online, you are able to track all these things and get all this information. But what I'm seeing in, is pulling people, especially in B2B, like when it comes down to it, B2B is still human to human. Even though it's business to business, we're, you're still working with other humans within it's just within a business. It's just not a consumer product, for example. But what I'm seeing a big shift towards is of course, everything's getting even more digital and technical, and we can rely on this data analytics, which is amazing to to use. But I'm seeing like two schools of thought: one that's like data driven marketing and approaches, or data informed. And I'm definitely a big advocate for like the data informed side of the house because there's always a story behind the data, and that's something that you want to dig for and trying to find what that that human story or that kind of like pain point or that those goals that someone's looking for that you can potentially help them um, explore and identify through your service or product. Yes, I like that. Data informed. And then mm-hmm. what was the other one? So there's like the biggest buzz term is data-driven marketing. And I, I, I don't like it. 
I mean, I do, I do, but I think it, I think it really just gets people just only looking at their, their customers as numbers on a spreadsheet or in a, in a dashboard. And it's like, no, those are, those are people. And of course, you know, there's a lot of information, so you need to kind of segment people out. But at the same time, it's always kind of coming back to that mindset of like, what's the story behind this? Like, who are these people that we're truly trying to like connect with? Mm, this data-informed approach, I like it. It really ties into human-centric marketing, right? Because mm-hmm. we're marketing to people, we're creating experiences for them. Um, I always like to tell my clients, we're creating content, if we go back to content, to help people, to enable them, to help them find solutions to their challenges, the things that they have pains about. Yeah, and cu- cu- consumers, like customers now, I mean, I think even my own behavior, the first thing a lot of people will do is when they're looking for something is they're either going to go, they're mostly going to go to Google or they'll go to their peers or some sort of online forum or social media to start researching like a solution to their problem that they're having. And that's where you want to like start showing up. And that's where the content, like you said, comes in where you're kind of, you're kind of building it around things that they would be like looking for and seeking. And then you're, you're coming there to, pretty much like, like you said, like to help and to guide that decision-making process and then eventual buying process. Yeah, this is great. Being more visible on search engines like Google is really going to help you get in front of your B2B audience. And I read a statistic, of course, I don't remember it exactly, but it basically said something around B2B audiences, decision makers are spending more time researching information, trying to find relevant information about the product, about the different pains, seeing if it actually hooks together, the pains, the challenges to the product, and then reaching out to the sales team and looking for that demo. So if you're not doing this, this content piece, this human centric marketing, really creating this content that's speaking to your customer in the beginning, you might be losing a lot of customers. (laughs) Definitely. It's a great opportunity to start focusing on building and nurturing trust before someone even reaches out. Very true. Well, great. So I love this topic of human-centric marketing. And let's just let's just say it right now, this is COVID year, right? And it's been <laughs> really crazy for all of us around the world. Very stressful. I will say it's interesting how, I, I mean, it's, it's horrible, but at the same time, it's from in my lifetime, of course, the first time the entire world is having a collective experience. Mm. No, it's very true. And I have done a little bit of insight into this, but I think COVID has really opened up marketers' eyes to why we need more empathetic marketing and more human-centric marketing, why it's almost makes you more relevant as a company. It's like what audiences are demanding. So what are your thoughts on that development? Do you have any? And where do you think human-centric marketing will go into 2021? I think it is all around what I would just be slightly touched on is this building and nurturing trust with your customers and your audience. Unfortunately, this year we've seen all around the world and I'm in the United States. So I think everyone can understand the context of our situation here is that there isn't a lot of trust in authority and there's a lot of confusion. And I'm definitely seeing, which I think is a cool opportunity for brands specifically in the B2B um, industry is there is an opportunity to build trust and become kind of this like authoritative, like these thought leaders and it's kind of a, a place where people can find comfort and understanding and go to and, and get this help that they're looking for and answers to their problems. 
you know, there's, there's a little bit of like a shift, of course, a little bit away from trusting institutions, but I'm seeing it more going into the direction of like trusting businesses and really companies taking the time, which is really exciting to like build this one-to-one relationship with their customers. And, you know, the ones that are going to prevail are the ones that are the genuinely authentic ones and taking this kind of trustworthy, empathetic approach to all aspects of their business, especially in marketing and how they're, they're facilitating those conversations and helping their customers. Yes, the ones that are going to make it probably in 2021 and beyond are the ones that are leveraging this empathy in their market, mm-hmm. that are doing this extra work and understanding their customers and who are even going to the stents of making sure that their messaging, right, and their content right. is lining up with the things that not only are going in our world, but just also how the beats be industry is um, changing. I know you touched on this a little in the beginning is people in B2B, they always think it's boring, right? And kind of just like not really cool content. It's it's very dry. And Mm -hmm. that's something where human-centric marketing could probably really come in because it could be a lot of fun writing B2B content that's helpful. Yeah. And seeing some cool, I really, of course, B2B is really dependent on like trade shows and events. And it's been really exciting to see how, and we've been able to do this for our clients and seeing it for other companies and how they're innovating those experiences to like online platforms or say like webinars or virtual events, virtual happy hours, because we can't this year or until further notice, like congregate in person. So it's really, it's, it's, it is really cool to see how the B2B industry specifically is taking these opportunities to just kind of just go for new out of the box ideas. And it seems to be like, you know, it's working really well and people still crave that connection and that, that socialization. And I think it's a great opportunity for, for companies to, you know, to leverage and expand in. Yes, very true. I, this has been a crazy year for us. And in general, I've also seen my clients in B2B struggle with being so dependent on these trade shows and these events, and then they lose those lead generation opportunities overnight. Content is a great opportunity to kind of fill the void. Definitely. And uh, just some quick tips on that. I think LinkedIn marketing has been a great tool in helping B2B companies really dive in and more of that human-centric content, especially this last year. Is there anything else content-wise, like specific tactics do you think have worked? Yeah, I mean, we've done a lot of really cool work um, with like webinars and like virtual events for clients that, that I think that is like almost the equivalent of as close as possible from being in person. But what I'm actually seeing growing, which is really exciting, and I think it's going to be some big growth into 2021 is a lot of B2B brands leveraging YouTube. And we've seen a lot of success helping clients optimize their YouTube channels and creating content there. We're, we're seeing definitely that content performing much better than maybe like a blog post actually, because there's just so much information and everyone did go online. So there's definitely a level of fatigue. I'm, I'm seeing a little bit of a trend where if you had a choice to read a 10 minute blog post or a two minute video, you, most people seem to be choosing the two minute video. Oh, this is very interesting. I've also heard about video uh, we've been saying video is the next big thing for like a couple of years now, right? I know it's funny. We always talk about it's like it's this year is the year for video, but I think I think it really is about to to really pretty much like it's gonna go on the up for sure. 
And it, it does require a lot of work, of course. So there's like a level of like strategy and planning and budget that goes into it. But if even sometimes it's almost like it just you just get stuff out there and then you just kind of, you know, edit it as you go and optimize it as you go. But a matter of just getting started is where you want to just kind of go for it and then see what happens. But getting started before it gets super saturated is really important. Yes, being an early mover is key, especially even on platforms like LinkedIn, right? Mm-hmm. Or with the organic algorithm being so fantastic, it's even changing now within the last couple of months. Being an early adopter on YouTube and B2B, like you said, is great, and also on LinkedIn. So yeah, human-centric marketing is key. Uh, overall, you just not just this year, I think we have to make that emphasis is this is an ongoing trend, and I think it's only going to become more important as we go forward, um, because like I have written on, I think COVID has almost made this mandatory now. We've been talking about why this is important, not just developing the buyer personas, but digging deeper into um, our understanding of our customers, developing user-centric content, developing content that is helpful and insightful. There's all these great tools of human-centered marketing. These developments have been coming for a while, right? And then COVID has pretty much like, bam, (laughs) now, (laughs) now it's mandatory. You know, audiences are, they're craving it. It's been a difficult year. It's time to be empathetic and be human centric, or you're going to fall behind in 2021. Any thoughts on that, Janet? No, I just, I couldn't agree more. I think it's spot on. And, you know, it's, and it's one of those things that it's, maybe you're not, it's not very clear on like exactly what you need to do, but it's, it's even just as simple as like a mindset shift and how you approach your strategy and like asking those questions before of like, okay, like what, what does this customer need? Or like, do they, you know, even like mapping the content and the solution to like the overall experience, like at the top of the funnel, like the first time you meet someone, they may not be ready to like buy something from you, but there are, there are in need of some information and you can be helpful and, you know, really thinking through that. And then, and also if you have existing customers, just asking them what they, you know, what they, what they could need and not being kind of, I think a lot of us get a little afraid just even asking for feedback, but I think like you said before, you can work with your sales team, but even with your customers directly to understand like what you really can be offering and helping them with. And I think people really appreciate that and sharing their, you know, actually feeling valued of their opinion and helping your business grow as well. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. I agree with everything you said. So I think that's a great way to wrap up our episode on human-centric marketing. Left some great points on why it's so important to be human-centric and how to start being human-centric with this investigation and understanding of our audience, like you just said, and then even some practical tips, right? For example, your YouTube, I think that's a fantastic, how that's, we're moving in that direction and also LinkedIn. Janet, to round off the end of the episode, where can people find you online and how can they stay connected with you? Yeah. So you can go to our website, aimtal.com. That's A-I-M-T-A-L.com. And if you go to our homepage, um, we have right on the homepage, we're doing free marketing assessment. So feel free to reach out to us there and um, get a little quick analysis if you like. And then you can also find me primarily on Twitter and LinkedIn. So just search Janet Mesh or Aimtel and we'll come up and would love to answer any additional questions. Sounds great. Thanks so much for your time and checking in, Janet. It was absolutely a wonderful conversation. Thank you, Megan. 
for listening to the B2B Content Corner podcast. I'm your host, Megan Thudium, and thank you for tuning in to this short and digestible episode on B2B content. Now, an episode will drop every other Thursday morning right at coffee hour. Please make sure to sign up for an e-newsletter so you know when the next episode drops.